Sani Banani and welcome back to the South African Crime News Podcast. This is where you get your daily dose of recent crime news across the country. I am Asisi Potema and among today's headlines, a male appears in court following the discovery of female bodies in Salbi. Stay tuned for these and more on the South African Crime News Podcast. On today's first story, a male appears in court following the discovery of female bodies in Salbi. A 20-year-old man, who cannot be named at the stage pending an identity parade which must be conducted, appeared at the Johannesburg Magistrates Court facing a charge of premeditated murder. The accused was arrested on the 9th of September 2022 following the discovery of six female bodies at a panel beating premises in Selby, Johannesburg. The caretaker was busy washing a car when he noticed a foul smell coming out of an unused building within the premises. Upon investigating, he found a dead woman's body and then called the owner of the business premises. The matter was reported to the Johannesburg Central Police Station. Once the police had arrived, and upon searching the premises, further five female bodies were discovered. Though six bodies were discovered, the accused is charged with one count of murder as per evidence contained in the docket currently links the accused to one of the female bodies. The NPA gave instructions for further investigations to be conducted regarding the circumstances surrounding the deaths of the rest of the bodies that were discovered. The case was remanded to the 18th of October 2022 for bail application proceedings. In other news, friends were sentenced to life terms and 70 years for killing their friend. The National Prosecuting Authority welcomes the sentence handed down by the Pretoria High Court to Alex Lumela Mashaba, 23, Silence M. Tanisha, 25, and Kuket Omalobi, 26, for two life terms and 15 years of imprisonment each for two counts of murder and robbery with aggravating circumstances. However, Litabo Gif Tunsawane, 20, was sentenced to 25 years each for two counts of murder and 15 years for robbery with aggravating circumstances. The judge ordered that the sentences should run concurrently, therefore his effective sentence is 25 years imprisonment. This is after the four were convicted of killing Rorisang Given Matene and his mother Homoto Dora Matene. Rorisong was friends with two of his killers, Mashaba and Tsawane. It was put on record that Tsawane derived a plan to rob his friend's house and approached the other three to assist him. On the 23rd of July 2019, when Rorisong came back from school, while at home, the four came, strangled him, covered his head with plastic, tied it with a cable tie, and put him in a bathtub full of water, and then waited for his mother to return to do the same to her. They took her car, a plasma television, a sound system, laptop, and cell phones. A witness testified that they sold the electronic appliances for 3,000 rands and the car for 10,000 rands and then shared the money. The bodies of the deceased were discovered three days later on the 26th of July 2019 by the daughter of the deceased who at the time of the incident was in university. 
She told the court that because she could not reach her mother on the phone for a couple of days, she decided to go home. Upon her arrival, she found both her mother and her brother dead. The four were arrested on the 4th and 5th of August 2019 and have been remanded in custody since, besides Nsowani. In court, the four pleaded not guilty to the charges preferred against them. In aggravation, the state prosecutor, advocate Robin Molokane, told the court to impose a sentence of life imprisonment as the four showed no remorse for their actions, especially because they were friends with one of the deceased. The judge agreed with the state that Nsoane showed no remorse for his offense. He even attended a funeral of the people he had killed. He must count himself lucky because he was 17 years old at the time of the offense. However, he was not persuaded to deviate from the prescribed minimum sentence for the rest of the three men. A former prosecutor in the Limpopo division was convicted for corruption. A former prosecutor of Tohoyando Magistrates Court, Leonard Makado Rajilumela, aged 50, was convicted after he pleaded guilty in Guiani Specialized Commercial Crime Court for corruption. This follows an incident in May 2020 when Makado was arrested at Tavani Mall in Tohoyando by the Directorate for Priority Crime Investigation Unit, the Hawks, during an undercover operation for an alleged bribe to make a case disappear. He demanded 6,000 rands of gratification from the parents of the accused who was facing charges of reckless driving and negligent driving. In his plea, he submitted that he accepted the gratification of 6,000 rands with the intention to destroy the dockets of the reckless and negligent driving charges which were labelled against the minor child, instead referring the case to the Child Justice Court. He is also facing four counts of attempted murder and conspiracy to commit murder. He will appear again in Sibasa Regional Court on the 24th of January 2023 for trial. He was trying to kill the witnesses in the corruption case by burning their house with petrol. The National Prosecuting Authority condemns the behavior of the former prosecutor and is disappointed that someone in his position could commit such crimes. We further commend the good work of the police officers and the prosecutor who acted accordingly to ensure that justice is served even against one of our own when they come into conflict with the law. He remains in custody while awaiting his sentencing on the 21st of November 2022. In the same breadth of corruption stories, four suspects appear in court for 400 million rand tender corruption relating to South African Express. The Molopo Magistrates Court postponed the case against Debucho Van Vick, 40, Notando Dube, 44, Sipo Levi Piri, 39, Tabang Moshokoleng, 54, and three companies, Batamai Investment Holdings, Sevilex Investment Holdings, and Lavao Estevao Pty Ltd. to the 1st of December 2022, following their arrest by the Northwest Hawks Serious Corruption Investigation on 34 counts including fraud, corruption, money laundering, and contravention of the Public Finance Management Act. Van Beek was granted 500,000 rands bail, 
35,000 rands bail for Dube, 150,000 rands for Piri, and 50,000 rands for Moshokoleng. Their bail conditions were that they should not evade court on their next appearance, refrain from interfering with witnesses, inform their investigating officer should they wish to leave the area of jurisdiction. In relation to Moshokeng, who indicated that his passport was missing, the court granted him five days to submit his passport as he was ordered to report to his nearest police station every day between 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. until his passport was surrendered. The state will in this period provide defense attorneys with their indictment and other necessary documents in preparation for the trial. An application was made to the Office of the National Director of Public Prosecutions for more charges of racketeering to be added and for the matter to be centralized as some of the offenses were commissioned in the jurisdiction of South Gauteng. The Hawks revealed that the suspects were arrested in Gauteng and Mahigang respectively on the 29th of September 2022. The report further indicates that during 2014, the Northwest government embarked on a process to reintroduce commercial aircraft into the province's two airports, Mahikeng and Pilanesburg, on a subsidy estimated at 400 million rands. The amount of 183 million rands was then paid to SA Express between 2015 and 2017 for services rendered by the ground management companies, which Van Vick, Dube and Piri are linked to. The state alleges that of the 83 million rands, an amount of 51 million was channeled irregularly through charged companies. The Northwest government allegedly appointed SA Express as a service provider to render the service, but this was done without following proper supply chain management processes. The irregularly secured agreement is said to have been signed off by the four accused. Moshogaleng signed on behalf of the Department of Transport as the then accounting officer in his, in his capacity as the head of the department. The deal was riddled with procurement irregularities and monies were paid for the services not rendered. All companies appointed to do the ground handling services were indirectly owned by Dube and Piri. The irregularities prejudiced the Northwest government's millions of rands that could have been directed to service delivery. The case is one of the cases that were recommended for investigation by the Zondo Commission. The DPCI will continue with the investigations as recommended and this will be conducted in phases with a possibility of more charges and arrests being effected. In the Bumalanga province, a stepfather was sentenced for raping his stepdaughter. The Northbrook Sexual Offences Court convicted and sentenced a 31-year-old man from Salu Binza Trust near Numbigate to 22 years of direct imprisonment for raping his 12-year-old stepdaughter. The accused was in a love relationship with the victim's mother and were residing together in Salu Binza Trust. On the Easter weekend of 2017, the victim's mother visited her family and left the victim with the accused for a few days. Whilst she was sleeping in a bed with the other children, the accused undressed her and raped her. She reported the incident to her mother and her sister and the accused was eventually arrested. 
He was granted bail but absconded. A warrant was issued for his arrest and he was later arrested. He denied the allegations levelled against him and claimed that the victim falsely implicated him. The state prosecutor, Antoinette Ngosi, led the testimony of the victim, the first report, and the victim's aunt. A medical report confirmed that the victim sustained injuries due to forced sexual intercourse. The court found the evidence credible and the accused was found guilty as charged. In aggravation of sentence, the state submitted to the court that offences of this nature are prevalent in this country where victims are raped by their fathers who are supposed to be their protectors and care for them. The court considered all relevant factors and sentenced the accused to 22 years of direct imprisonment. The NPA acknowledged the conviction and sentence and remains committed to vigorously fighting the scourge of gender-based violence. In the same breadth of gender-based violence cases, a father rapes five-year-old daughter in Tongati, KZN. A man is on the run after he was caught red-handed sexually assaulting his five-year-old daughter in Tongati, KZN. Reaction Units South Africa received a call for assistance at approximately 22.14 on the night of the incident. On arrival, the child's 37-year-old mother informed reaction officers that she was asleep in her home when her intoxicated husband arrived. Her twin son and daughter were also in bed with her. She woke up and discovered her husband raping her daughter. The woman forced him off the child and he began assaulting her. He then fled the residence in an unknown direction. The woman made several calls for assistance from the time of the incident, however, received no help. She thereafter called an educator from her daughter's school who contacted the RUSA for assistance. A female RUSA member interviewed the child who confirmed that, the, that her father had sexually assaulted her. The mother and daughter were transported to the Tongati SAPS to register a criminal case. Also in the Gozulu-Natal province, a mother was arrested for child abandonment in Verilim. A 23-year-old mother, whose name was withheld, has been arrested on Verilim case 47 of October 2022 for child abandonment. Reaction Unit South Africa was called out to Oakland's drive in John Crest, Gozulu-Natal on the 3rd of October 2022 after a mango pika found a baby alongside the stream. Reaction officers responded and called in paramedics who examined the three-month-old girl and found her to be in good health. A female officer changed and fed the crying baby with a bottle and diaper sent to the scene from the RUSA headquarters. An apology note was found in a bag requested that the authorities be called in and that the system had failed her when she attempted an abortion. In the letter, she also asked not to be charged. No further details of the baby or the father were found in the note written in the English language. The woman was arrested after she willingly handed herself over to the South African Police Service after a public outcry on social media platforms in South Africa. 
the mother was charged and appeared in the Verulam Magistrates Court and was granted bail of 500 rands. The matter has been adjourned to be court on November 10, 2022. In other news, German tourists were shot dead in Pumalanga and the tourism organizations condemned the incident. A group of German tourists' trip to Mpumalanga turned tragic when one of them was shot dead by armed men. The police spokesperson, Brigadier Selvi Mosala, said the four tourists were accosted by armed men in a VW caddy on Monday afternoon. He said the tourists were travelling in a Hyundai H1 on Numbi Road in White River. They were en route to Numbi Gate at Mzuli Safari Lodge. The attackers had instructed the tourists to open the vehicle doors. The driver instead locked all the doors and was shot in the upper body through the window. Musala said the tourist's car reversed about 100 meters before crashing into a school wall. Unfortunately, the driver died on the spot as a result of the shooting. The suspects reportedly sped off in their vehicle without taking anything from the tourists. Moshala and the police were investigating a case of murder. The Mpumalanga Police Commissioner, Lieutenant General S. Stephanie Manamela, condemned the attack. This is really cruel and uncalled for, given the economic challenges that our country is facing. When one has tourists, it means that the tourism sector is benefiting in a way, which in turn gives a boost to our struggling economy. We call on all our good citizens who might have seen or heard anything about the criminals or the VW caddy they were driving to come forward and we promise to swiftly act so that they are brought to justice. And to cut the matter short, Moshala urged anyone with information to contact the Crime Stop number on 08600 10 or alternatively provide information on the MySAPS app. He did say that all information received will be treated with the strictest confidentiality and callers have the right to remain anonymous. And for our last story, armed criminals raided the Sunfoil Cooking Oil Warehouse in Kempton Park, Johannesburg. A substantial quantity of 2-litre Sunfoil cooking oils were taken. A reward of 100,000 rands is being offered for any information that would lead to the successful apprehension of these perpetrators and or the recovery of the stolen goods. Anyone with information may report to the following number 082-888-7813. All information will be treated with the strictest confidentiality and callers have the right to remain anonymous. For further updates on the stories, please do follow the SAPS on social media platforms. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time.